You are now listening to Prejudice is Not of God taught by Pastor Randall Crawford Sr. Please visit our website at BethelHouseOfTruth.org for updates, prayer requests, and new messages uploaded every Sunday. God bless you. Good afternoon. I want to welcome you all to Bethel House of Truth this Sunday service. Praise be to Yahweh and Yeshua and Isaac. Amen. Prejudice is not of Yahweh. And I think that most churches don't teach this about prejudice. And I think it's what we're going to get. That's a part of life. Amen. And it's always been a part of life. It's been a part of life since the beginning of time. Prejudice for most often refers to negative opinion. It's not based on facts or experience formed without just ground or sufficient knowledge. It is prejudice. Prejudice targets groups or types of people rather than responding to people as individuals. Prejudice is usually expressed as unreasonable or hostile feelings, opinions, or attitudes toward ethnic, racial, social, or religious history or religious identity. Prejudice has been a part of religion history forever. Even with some defending acts of prejudice in the name of Christianity, humans have a natural tendency to show prejudice toward anyone who is different. As Christians, we can't do that. Amen. Both Old and New Testament were written during times of human history where racial tension, national and sexual prejudice was expected. They treated women as animals, as property. They treated human beings as and enslaved others, other nationalities. Enslaving other nationalities was common and cruel. When God Almighty gave Moses the law for Israel, he incorporated a moral ethic and standards that we should live by. Okay? That was unheard of in that barbaric day. Bottom line, prejudice is wrong and out of God. It comes from Satan and mankind and a lack of love, compassion for yourself and for other people. People who are prejudiced pretend to love themselves, but they really hate themselves. Everything about themselves. That's why they project what they feel inside on other people due to what they wish to be when they see other people. Prejudice. They don't love themselves at all, so they can't love anyone. Misery loves company. You gotta know that. Hate and Satan loves one another. Just as others. Satan and they can love one another. They're in love. They're in the same bed. And they love themselves. Pride is prejudice. And their middle name is Mr. Darcy. If you understand the book, you don't. Mr. Darcy was a high class individual. Downloaded everyone. Was racist towards everyone, towards the servants, towards whoever. That's Mr. Darcy. He was a horrible person. Read the book, Russian woman. You better understand this mess. So, prejudice is not a, never been of God, never has been of God, never will be of God. It's from the devil, it is from Satan, it is from the world, from people who lack any integrity, honesty, or any type of prejudice. We should not be prejudiced. It's not of God. When God instituted his law, his moral law, and his moral ethics, he stated, love everyone bottom line, don't be prejudiced. Amen? That's exactly what that means. Love everyone as you would love yourself. Do unto others as you would have them do unto you. Amen? Very important. So, most people don't even know their prejudice. We're going to go over a lot of different forms of prejudice today. And we're going to get into it. We really are. If you hate yourself, if you don't like who you are, prejudice. If you don't like who you are, the human being whom God created, Let's go to Genesis chapter one. Prejudice even has a strong play in self-introspection too. You don't like yourself. You see something that someone else has, 
or you see someone and you wish you were that person or you wish you had their qualities. You don't, though. You're who you are. You are who God created you. Amen. It should be, and there shouldn't be a problem with that at all. Amen. There should be no racism in the world and no prejudice. Genesis chapter 1, verse 1, to the sixth day creation here. If you have a six Glory to God. And God said, let us make man in our image. Now you got to understand, God's speaking to the angel, paying Jesus Christ in himself. He says, in our image. So we know that Emmanuel, which means God's with us, he looks just like us. Amen. He is the spitting image of God, the perfect pattern of God. That's how God would look if God decided to come into the flesh. Oh, wait, as Jesus Christ. So imagine your image. You have nose, you have a mouth, you have teeth. You have everything that Jesus Christ said. Because God said, that's how I look. Now we're made in his image. Watch this. And God said, the magnificent, omnipotent, wonderful God, this is the polysodentic. Let us make man in our image after our likeness and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the fowl of the air and over the cattle and over all the earth and over every creepy thing that creepeth upon the earth. Now these are hunters. As I stated this, I state this a lot. These are hunters. This is a six-day creation. These people are hunters. They're not farmers. I didn't create the farm yet. That's when Adam and Eve come in. That's the eighth-day creation. And they have the particle and the article. They have no particle, no article here for this six-day creation. So God created man in his own image. Imagine that. In the image of God, Created he him, male and female, created he them simultaneously, every race. Every race, except the eighth day race. That came later. That's who Jesus Christ was from. Amen. Every single race happened here. So God created man in his own image, and the image of God created he him, male and female, created he them simultaneously at the same time. So therefore, you can't say, I was born before you. I was here along with you, so I know more than you were here at the same time. It's like he created every soul. In the first earth eight, before the first earth eight, staying simultaneously, every in the image of God. You know what? The image of God is so magnificent. And if you hate against the image of God, prejudice. So if you hate someone for no cause, if you're prejudiced against someone without a cause, there's no cause to be prejudiced against anyone. Amen. Only against the image. That's a gross thing. It really is a gross. Watch this. We're going to shut hate up today. We're going to shut racism up today. We're going to shut everything that's not of God up today. Every attitude, every respectfulness. We're going to shut it all up today. And God blessed them. And God said unto them, if God's blessing them, why do we diss them? Why does mankind diss them if God's blessing them? And then God turned around and brought Jesus and said, forgive if you want forgiveness. Amen. So therefore, if someone's bothering you and they're getting on your last nerve and they're hating on you because they don't have the wisdom. Most people don't have wisdom. Giving it to you. So you can. So you can change the way you think about how you do. How you look at people. Amen. Because you don't want to be prejudiced towards anyone. No matter what they do to you, God said, give grace. Give grace. Amen. And God blessed them, and God said unto them, Be fruitful and multiply, and be pleased to you. If we know that in the first earth age, Satan tried to take over as Tyrus, and it didn't work, so God destroyed the first earth age, Catamo, and here we are in the second earth age, in the beginning of it. That's why he's saying, Replenish the earth, people back in it, and subdue it, and have dominion over the fish of the sea, and over the fire of the air, and over every living thing that moveth upon the earth. God said, Behold, I have given you every herb-bearing seed, which is upon the face of all the earth, and every tree, and the which is the fruit of a tree-yielding seed, to you shall it be for meat. There you go. That's the six-day creation's diet. That's what we're supposed to be in any way. And to every beast of the earth, and to every fowl of the air, and to everything that creepeth upon the earth, wherein there is life, I have given every green herb for meat, and it will suck. Now, if God gave us this in the beginning, he didn't say, hey, I want you to go check up a cow. I want you to go check up an ox. Matter of fact, these things weren't even created yet. He said, fish, fruit, notch, binge, you got all this stuff. You see the diet he put this on? Because he knows what makes flesh run. Amen. He knows what makes it run. 
and we see a hog and we like, that hog looked good. Oink, oink, let's catch it and kill it. There's nothing desirable about a hog at all. The big nose, uh, nothing at all. Eating his own poop and there's nothing desirable about that at all. About most animals that you want to eat, right or wrong. Have you seen a fish when it comes out of the water? You don't want to eat that. You know what I mean? But I eat it anyway because it's good. Ride died and laid to the side. It was delicious. 30. And to every beast of the earth, and to every fowl of the air, and to everything that creepeth upon the earth, wherein there is life, I'll give you every green herb for meat. And it was. And God saw everything that he had made, and behold, it was very good. Very good. At the evening and the morning were the six days, six day creation, all races. Here's the question I ask you. This is the question I ask the world, people around the world. Here's the question. If there is no prejudice, you, did you see any prejudice in it? If there is no prejudice, God blessed them, and then he said, it's very good. These are all the races, all the original races of the earth. If there is no prejudice in Yahweh, why is there prejudice? It's creation. That he created. The word this shouldn't be there, right? Now we know we got a person named Satan that used to roam this earth. Spirit still rolled this earth up and down. Satan in pride. He is the founder. Hate, fakeness, and envy. So we're dealing with here. That's where prejudice and pride, hate comes from. It didn't come from God. He just told. So if God's in you, you shouldn't hate, you shouldn't be prejudiced, you shouldn't be prideful, shouldn't look down. Shouldn't look down on no yeah. And you gotta know that God's speaking to the angels. Jesus, Christ Jesus and the angels. This is not up for debate. This is a fact. Christ is the very image of the living God, Yahweh. All races have the face and the likeness of God. Or to look Yahweh in Christ and the angels. Very, that should be. I can squash any discussion just with that. If you call yourself a Christian, I can squash any discussion. Any Jehovah's anyone of any race. If you say you believe in Jesus Christ and you don't follow this, but you are racist towards another race or anyone, or even yourself, it's squashed with right there. Message over, right. Game over. Now, we're going to go a little further because I like to rub it in. So let's go to Leviticus 20. Leviticus 20. Leviticus 20. 26. Two verses. I'm going to show you what he means and how he's supposed to be acting. I want you to see something. We're going to include the elect. Special people for a reason. This is the promise he's speaking of, but it's also speaking of the very elect of this final generation. That means the prophets, the apostles. That means promise seed of Israel. And that also means the elect of this final generation. Amen. Those who carry this truth. And ye shall be holy unto me. For I, the Lord Yahweh, am holy and have served you from other people that ye should be mine. What did he say? You should be mine. This is such a beautiful verse right here. This verse 26. Severed. He says, I've severed you from amongst all people. That includes those within the eighth day creation and the sixth day creation. He's talking about a special group of people here. His elect, the promise and the speaking of the very elect as well. And it means to set apart from wrong or evil in a miraculous way to be special and different to be a great example for others. Only Yahweh's chosen people are this. His elect are this. And the promises also and the very elect. The whole election, the remnant in all within the Gentiles as well as the eighth day in Al-Fadam with the particle and the article which is Israel. All the way up. To this final generation and his very elect that will continue to Christ Satan himself. Set apart from wrong or evil in a miraculous way. Be special to, to be a great example for 
others. How's your How's your Your example has to be stopped, amen? Has to be. What would make someone not have a good example towards someone else? If you don't care for that person. If you don't care for that person. You carry the truth. So if you don't care for a person, and your example isn't for that person, but you're just like, guess who got pride and prejudice running through their veins? You understand what I'm saying to you? Pride and prejudice. Oh, they're a different race. They don't need this truth. Jesus Christ saves. He's the creator of all races. We just read that Genesis chapter 1, verse 26 through 31. Amen. So there is no excuse at all for any of it. For no fakeness for any of it. Watch this. A man also or a woman that have a familiar spirit, a bad spirit, a demonic spirit. Or that is a wizard, a false prophet, a wizard with a demonic spirit, a wizard or a warlock or whatever you want to call them. They're not of God. People do the tarot cards. People who do Ouija. People who do this dark magic garbage. Amen. He's telling you, I'm saying, you know better. You do know better, right? You need someone to tell you your future. Did I not just tell you? Then I severed you? From among everyone else, that you are my elect, you are, and if you don't make it to the end, that you're my remnant, you're still my elect, you're my anointed, you're my promised people. Amen. Did I not tell you that just now? You need someone else to tell you that, no wizard or a warlock or someone with a familiar spirit. Come on. Shall surely be put to death. That's the penalty. So, if someone chooses to be a wizard or a warlock, or someone chooses to be a false pastor or a false teacher or a false or anointed of God or one who's us, whatever. But they're putting out badness, not of God. And they're misleading people left and right. And they're using the dark forces of Satan. God said they should be put to death. Right? This law has not changed. They can repent. And they can get right and come to God. But whatever. For true repentance, for truth. and But he's saying to them, you know how you go to somebody and you say, what you're doing is wrong. And then they say, why are you judging? No one's judging you. Why are you being prejudiced toward me? You're just saying that because I'm this. I'm black saying this. You have to. He's saying, but if it's evil, and you talk to them about the evil that they're putting out, it's not prejudice. It's not labor. It's labor that's righteous indignation. It's labor as righteousness in the eyes of so let's label that. Now, if someone that you know is doing loud and you say nothing to them, as it says in the book of Ezekiel, their blood is on your hand because you're supposed to say something to them. If you don't say nothing to them, guess what? Guess what? It's because you don't care. It's because you do not care and you have ill feelings towards that person because of conversations, because of life, because of whatever history you may have towards them. Everyone under the sun, everyone in this world needs God. Everyone. There's no exceptions. Everyone needs God. From the pagan to the one who makes the pagan idols, everyone needs God, but they have to be given Christ in the right manner so that they can get it. If you can't do that, you are prejudiced because you have the ability to do this is what I am doing. It doesn't matter their race, color, their creed, what they believe, how they believe. You got people going around in Spanish churches and they come to me and they go, they speak Spanish to me. I'm not Spanish. And they go, oh, we can't talk. I said to myself, oh, come here. I said, is there a special club in heaven? How do you know I don't have Jesus Christ? How do you know that I'm not begging for the Lord? You're not Spanish. I said, does it matter? Doesn't Jesus Christ open his arms to all? Doesn't God open his arms to all? How dare you? How dare you? Just go to Spanish people. They need it. We all need it. Yeah, the pastor. Oh, you're a pastor? Yeah. I don't need what you're selling. 
They turned around and walked away with an attitude. Keep your attitude. Because you're wrong, you guys. That's what. You know the different nationalities I've converted throughout all my years? So many. European, Indian, Asian, even Israelites. It does not matter. I would turn them from what they believe and bring them to the truth. Bring them to the truth. Familiar spirits, it's wrong. Surely they shall be put to death. They shall stone them with stones. Their blood shall be upon them. But if you don't say anything, it's on you. And it's going to be. It really will be. What I'm saying? Are you set apart or not? Are you set apart or not? Person gets on my nerves. Don't be prejudiced towards one screen. To teach whoever God puts in your whoever, no matter what history they had, amen. And don't say we got the millennium, that's the sleep, amen. Try Leviticus 19, verse 29. We all have parents who do things that they should not do when we're younger, when we're growing up. We all have parents who do things to us that. That should not be, and I hope you understand. God understands that. He knows that we all have parents. If you didn't have a parent, you wouldn't be here. Amen. Nineteen twenty-nine. Do not prostitute thy daughter. Now hold up. Is this a real thing? The real thing is still happening. Don't put your children out there. Amen. Do not do that. Learn from your mistakes, so they don't have to make the same mistakes. I was a prostitute. They could be one too. That don't sound right. That don't sound right. I'm a retired prostitute. They can take over the business. That don't even sound right. But that's what, that's what goes on. It goes on to this very day. God's saying, do not prostitute thy daughters to cause her to be a whore. Don't do it. Don't you care about your children? Don't you care about what they go through? Who they are? What they grow up to. You don't send your kids out there to get ravaged by the world and come back and say, give me the money. That's not what you do. Amen? That's not of God. Of God. That's true. You're supposed to protect your child. All of them. Every last one of them. Because I don't care how old the child is. Your child could be 98 years old. Guess who you still turn to? God Almighty, sure his his child. So you don't put them out to be ravaged by the devil. You don't put them out and tell them that prostituting is a job. And your title, that your pin that you're going to wear as your title name is for. You, you don't do that to your boys or to your daughters. You just don't. Amen? Heck them. Lest the land fall into whoredom and the land become of wickedness. That's what would happen if there's no correction. That's what would happen if there's no correction of bad behavior. He shall keep my Sabbaths there only and reverence my sanctuary, his church. Now, a lot of churches today are worth reverence, and that's just the truth of the matter. A lot of hoo-ha boo-ha goes on inside of these churches, these houses of God. You should just throw a tent up. You'll have a circus. You really would. He's saying, I am the Lord. If you find the house of God, if you find the house of God that teaches truth, he's saying, amen. Respect it. Grow it. Love it. Know what you got. Know what you got. I am Yahshua, the Lord Yahweh. Regard not them that have familiar spirits. Don't even look to those people who have familiar spirits. People in falsehood, people who don't teach truth, people who don't know Jesus Christ, don't know the truth, don't know the truth, Christ. Just to let you know. They have familiar spirits. Neither after wizards. So, I want you to see how wonderful God is and how clever Satan is. He's saying, don't seek after wizards. He's talking about his church. Right? He's talking about his church. Right? So, he's talking about his church. And the people in the church, he said, reverence my church. If it's the church of God, reverence every day the church of God. 
Mr. God, stay, represent, make it great. Amen. Now, he's saying, don't think of the wizards. You ain't going to have someone in a church with a hat on and with stars on it and a whole blue cape talking back. I'm the wizard. No one beats me. No one. He's not going to do that. Amen. No one's doing that. False. They're a wizard because what's inside of them. Amen. Someone does not teach the truth and they own a church or have a church. Run. Tell you right now, run. All they do is pass the plate in church. Run. Run away. Run. Because you're not learning anything. You're paying into something that's never going to grow. Run. Turn all these people against their false churches. Yeah, and I passed the light. I'm out of here. Play. That's the only thing they Neither speak at the wizards to be defiled by them. So the spirit that they have inside of them can defile. And if you look at the world today and the people of the world, most of them are defiled and most of them have church hurt. Amen. And that's really sad because God's not, his truth isn't here to hurt anyone, but to comfort all and to love all. Amen. That's what it's here for. I am the Lord, Yahweh, your God. Thou shalt rise up before the hoary head. This is an old person, an old man. Now we get into respect here. Respect. And honor the face of the old man or woman and fear thy God. I am the Lord Yahweh. Get into respect. When there is no respect from a younger individual or younger generation to the older generation with gray or a woman with gray, you have no respect for them? What? A kid could not have respect for somebody. Takes prejudice. That's all it takes. It takes prejudice. It takes pride. It takes hate. It takes disrespect. If an old person, when I did catch the bus a long, long time ago, if an old person and the bus was packed and an old lady or an old man got on the bus, I would see them and they would stand like, have my seat. You're sure, young man? You have to respect old people. No one's older than them. So that's what you had. No one's older than God. Most people don't understand. Disrespect is a form of prejudice. Disrespect in any form is a form of prejudice. Understand that. I'm not making this up. I'm reading to you the word of God. 32. Thou shalt rise up before the glory, that's the gray head, and honor the face of the old man or woman. That means rise up. That means give up your seat. Respect. Respect. Anything that's not respect, I don't care what they've done. I don't care who they are. Give respect. That means your parents do. Give respect. I don't care the relationship. God does. Your relationship could be shot. It could be shot. Right? It doesn't really matter. Respect. Amen? Because if you don't, it's just prejudice. My mother, she could do anything. She could do something horrible. Because I'm not prejudiced to her. I don't care what she's doing, what she said. She's my mother. I get one. Don't know the dude. Don't know the dad. So it don't really matter. God's been my father since I've been born. Amen. By respect now, it's a form of prejudice. And then it says, the face of the old man or woman and fear thy God. Did it say fear them? It said, no, fear thy God. Because when you respect the elderly, Showing a form of fear and reverence towards God. Again, no one's older than God. I am the Lord Yahweh thy God. Respect your elders. That's tough for the swallow. And if a stranger sojourn with thee in your land, you shall not vex him. Don't vex a stranger. If you vex, no, if vex, vex means to cause trouble, 
to bring pain, to bring disrespect, any type of thing to a stranger. If a stranger moves on my street, where I live, I go introduce myself. Hi, I'm Pastor Crawford. My wife first, this is my wife, Talisha. She's my first lady. And I have seven kids and a doll. You need anything. We are here. It doesn't matter their race. It doesn't matter who they are. If you need anything, come see me. It's exactly what they were like. Really? I'd be like, really? I usually bake cookies for new people, but I have time. Simple as that. Really? Most people complain about strangers that move in. They complain. They make too much noise. Just stop. I think they're trying to see you. They just stop it. I'm falling apart. They just give them a break. Introduce yourself to them. Let them know that someone who's a Christian who loves God lives next door to you. Amen? 33. If a stranger sojourn with thee in your land, ye shall not vex him. But the stranger that dwelleth with you shall be unto you as one born among you. Listen, you treat them as you treat other people. You treat them as you treat yourself. And thou shalt love him as thyself. For ye were strangers in the land of Egypt, and I am, ye shall hear the Lord Yahweh your God. He says, no matter what they say, no matter what they do, love them as you love yourself. For you were a stranger, I brought you out. And by the way, I am God. Said so. Because I said so. No one can say so like God because God says so. And if God says so, then it's so. Amen? This is what it is. It's so. Quote, only a prideful, ignorant idiot is going to say, but God. What? I said so. Prejudice will get your blessings blocked. It really will. It will get your blessings blocked. Big time. It your blessings gone. Big time. Big time. Ye shall do no unrighteousness in judgment. In Maryard, now we're talking about business. We're talking about business. Most of you don't own businesses. I own a business, and I'm going to do what's open, no matter what in business. If someone works a full day pay, they're going to get paid a full day pay. If someone works and they're doing a great job, they're going to get a bonus. If someone works, I'm going to tell them that they're good. If they're bad, I'm going to tell them they're bad and how they can step performance. It's never one over the other. Now, watch this. Ye shall do no unrighteousness in judgment, in marriage in weight, or in measuring. Someone's pay is their pay. Hold you. And women been getting this for years. The African-Americans, ages, most, a lot of racism. That's not, not an ethnic. This behavior in women, white or black, it don't matter what the woman is. Asian, Spanish, it don't matter. They all, they forget this. You can have a woman doing the same job as a man, and the man will get a greater pay than the woman will get because the man is a man and the woman is a woman. That doesn't make no doggone sense to me at all. That's one of the dumbest things I've ever had in my life. If that is not unrighteous, so unrighteous, you can have a black man and a white man with the same VP position, the white man probably get thirty-five thousand more, and the black man and just still get the base for a VP. But you're a VP. Yes, yes. God's saying, don't be yes. Be good to everyone. Amen. Be good to everyone. If someone cuts your lawn and they, they amen. Give. Do you even care to know? How their life is, I press my servants. Wait, that sounds crazy. I got servants. Hold on. That's not, that sounds crazy. That's people. Hey, how'd you like? You know, why are you asking? I'm like, I'm asking to. There shall be no prejudice coming to me at all. Air from ones who suffer. You should be looking to only help, only to encourage. Only to build anything. Somebody here with me. 35. Ye shall do no unrighteousness in judgment, in marriage, in weight, or in measure. Don't cheat anyone. Just balances, just weights, a just ephod, and a just head shall ye have. 
These are all things you weigh with when you're doing business. I am ear out to ear, the Lord Yahweh, your God, was brought you out of the land. I brought you out of slavery. I brought you out of bondage. I brought you out of financial bondage. I brought you out of hardship in life. I brought you out. So now if I brought you out, you don't put no one in. Amen. That's exactly what he's saying. No prejudice. Even when it comes down to the financing. Even when it comes down to opportunity. No prejudice. We live in a prejudiced world. And only benefits certain people. Amen. Thank God for Jesus Christ and God for Yahweh. Thank God. Because all that's answered. We actually serve the God that can. Amen. They're just Therefore shall ye observe all my statutes and all my judgments and do them. I am Eashia the Lord. Here you go. Amen. I'm greater than God. Amen. He's saying treat people first. Treat people the way you want to be treated. Love as you want to be loved. Cheat no one out of life, out of business, out of honesty, out of blessing. Be very truthful. Be not prideful. Be, be not privileged. Don't think you're privileged. Don't be privileged. Because if you have more, God has blessed you with more, you have a greater obligation. You still don't be prejudiced towards anyone. For everyone is made in the image of Yahweh, Jesus Christ, and the angel. He said, made his weakness and be prejudiced towards my chosen, my elect. Be prejudiced towards my ness. That's how dare someone be prejudiced someone. Because of their, because of what they do, because of what they did, because of their their weight, because of their wealth, because of poverty, because of whatever reason. How dare you? How dare that's wicked evil in this Amen. Alright. Jesus heals the centurions. Don't you see that? A centurion is a Roman soldier who's in charge of about a hundred to a thousand others. High-ranking officers. Now, a Roman is a Gentile. They worship other gods. Hades, all the fictional gods and stuff like that. They worship those things. You got Jesus Christ, Emmanuel, God, with the presence of God in his image on earth. Heal a centurion's And the Israelites are going to get upset because prejudice lives within them. Watch this. I just gave you the layout of what we're going to read here. And when Jesus was entered into Capernaum, there came unto him a centurion beseeching him, asking him a favor, and saying, Lord, my servant lieth at home sick of palsy, grievously tormented. Now I'm going to read something to you when I get to it from the manuscripts and uh, from the Dead Sea Scroll from my head, and I'll just add it to this. And Jesus said unto him, I will come and heal him. Jesus discerned his faith already. He discerned his faith. Now, would you see that? The centurion answered and said, Lord, he called him Lord. I am not worthy that thou shouldest come under my roof. He knows. He knows what he does. He worships other idols. He knows he does the thing that he shouldn't do. But speak the word only, and my servant shall be healed. Now, that's faith on top of faith on top. I need to see him. Amen. For I am a man under authority, having soldiers under me, and I say unto this man, Go, and he goeth, and to another come, and he cometh, and to my servant, do this, and he doeth it. I know he's gonna do it. And you're a man of authority, he's saying to Christ. He's saying, You are a man of authority, you have all the power of the living order things, you can things. Amen. When Jesus heard it, he marveled and said unto them that followed, talking to the Jews, the Israelites, Verily, verily, truly, truly, I say unto you, I have not found so great faith, not even in Israel. Oh. Now, there was a conversation that took place during this, and it's not here, but I'm going to give it to you. Conversation went a little something like this. 
they were like, how can a pagan receive the blessing of God? The Israelites standing. How can a pagan receive the blessing of God? How is that possible? They worship idols. They worship full gods and stuff. They do things. They eat abominable fish. How can a pagan receive power and mercy? How is that even possible? See the pride? See the prejudice? What you see? You clearly see the prejudice, right? 11. And I said unto you that many shall come from the east and the west, from all over, and shall sit down with Abraham and Isaac and Jacob in the kingdom of heaven. Where? In the kingdom of heaven. They're not dead. God's a God living, not a God. They're alive. And he's saying all peoples from all over will come. People who worship pagans, people who make idols, people who don't know, people who eat abominable things and do abominable things. Jesus said, he's saying, and once they repent, they're able to come and sit at my father's table. Oh. And they're welcomed at the table of the living God. Ew! Because they're all fighting to the image of God. From all over, all types of people. All types. We know where the How can they see God's No one, no one's a beast. Oh, God, amen. And it's He's, I look in the this 12. But the children of the kingdom shall be cast out into utter darkness. There shall be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Do you see what prejudice gets you? Cast out of the kingdom of heaven. And you'll be weeping and gnashing, wishing. You have to see. Because of pride, prejudice, can't share the truth. You can't work, you can't build up enough courage and God to share the truth. So, one song. They're in the world. You made time for Jesus. He made time for you. You were in the world. He made time for you. And remember, it's his image. It's his image. You the grandparents knew each other. Every race knew each other. They lived in harmony. Harmony. There was no racism in the garden. Of it was just became a street thing because of their pride and prejudice. Mr. Darcy. And Jesus said unto the centurion, Go thy way, and as thou hast believed, so be done unto thee. And his servant was healed as itself. I know those. Amen. Yes. Everyone rejoiced this chef. All made his image as so. Come to Christ, begging. That's a sign of repentance. Understand what repentance is? It's a sign of repentance. If someone comes to me saying, I need you to be healed, they're asking, it's a sign. You're going to turn your way? Or you will be laying hands on you now? Do you never believe? You didn't talk to Jesus, right? Oh, now you need him. Now you need him. Yeah. I'm going to lay and we're going to give it to Jesus because he's going to make it work. Amen. Let's go to Acts 10. The cusp of this message. Where the juiciest part of the meat. Here. Acts. Oh, Peter. My man, the rock Petro. He had a little rock. He had a problem with accepting Gentiles. Jesus Christ had to show him what it was. And then even after that, he still had a problem. It was hard for him. Because Paul had to correct him. We got together. 
Let's not pray we all together, amen? We all keep together. So, Acts 10, 1. We'll read this whole chapter and we'll read it to 11. There was a certain man in Caesarea called Cornelius, a centurion against a Roman, of the band called the Italian band, a devout man, and one that feared God with all his house. He raised his kids right. They all feared God. His wife feared God, which gave much alms to the people and prayed to God always. That's a good man. He's a raising a good household. Amen. He saw a division, evidently about the ninth hour of the day, an angel of God coming into him and saying unto him, Cornelius. And when he looked on him, he was afraid and said, What is it, Lord? He knows after rip. Bang. And he said unto him, Thy prayers and thy alms are come up for a memorial before God. I hear you. Now, I want you to know, son, God don't hear the prayers of someone who's righteous. He'll hear the prayers of someone who's righteous. And now sent men to Joppa and called for one Simon, whose surname is Peter. He lodgeth with one Simon, a tanner, whose house is by the seaside, good living. He shall tell thee what thou oughtest to do. And when the angel which spake unto Cornelius was departed, he called two of his household servants. And a devout soldier of them that waited on him continually, people he trusted. And when he had declared all these things unto them, he sent them to Joppa, Peter. And the morrow, as they went on their journey, and drew nigh unto the city, Peter went up upon the housetop to pray about the sixth hour. Lunch. And he became very hungry and would have eaten. But while they made ready, he fell into a trance. Got to know about that. And so heaven opened and a certain vessel descending unto him as it had been a great sheet knit at the four corners and let down to the earth. This is directly from heaven. This is directly from God. This is a message from God to Peter because the way Peter thinks. He's having a hard time. And I still can't understand why he had a hard time with knowing that the Gentiles would be free to come into the kingdom of the belief of Jesus Christ. He sat with Jesus. He sat with Jesus. He the truth inside him. Wherein were all men of four-footed beasts of the earth, wild beasts, and creepy things and foul the air, unclean stuff you should not eat. And there came a voice to him, Rise, Peter, kill and eat. But Peter said, Not so, Lord, for I have not eaten anything that is common or unclean. That's what they thought of human. People worship false. They thought of them as common and unclean. That's what they call people that don't have the truth. That's what they call people who are of the world, common, and they do unclean things, but they have the, through Jesus Christ, to the truth, talk to come to the truth, and understand, repent, amen, how you gonna give people the chance if you're prejudiced towards them, and the voice spread unto him again, the second time, what God have cleansed, that call not thou common, Christ made things new, Made things very new. And he made all things clean that believe upon him. Now, this is not speaking of food. And I want to make that very clear to the hearer. This is not speaking of food. That foods that are meant for consumption from God in the book of Leviticus, those are the foods you eat. The foods that are not meant for consumption, they're here to clean the earth. You stay away from them. They will kill them. Don't get it twisted. This was done thrice, three times. Three times. 
Three is resurrection, and God's going to give him a better way of thinking. Amen. And the vessel was received up again into heaven. Now while Peter doubted in himself what this vision which he had seen should mean, behold, the men which were from Cornelius had made inquiry of Simon's house and stood before the gate there at the door and called and asked whether Simon, which is surnamed Peter, were lodged there. This is only from God. Amen. It's only from God. While Peter fought on the vision, the Spirit said unto him, Behold, three men thee. Now I know this to be true because this is how God works. And I know for a fact this is how God works. Arise therefore and get thee down and go with them, doubting nothing. Keep your mouth shut. Don't doubt at all. For I have sent them. Go with them there from me, Christ said. Then Peter went down to the men which were sent unto him from Cornelius and said, Behold, I am he whom ye seek. What is the cause wherefore are ye come? And they said, Cornelius the centurion, a just man and one that feared God and of good report among all the nation of the Jews was warned from God by an holy angel to send for thee unto the, his house and to hear words of thee so that everyone could be saved. Then called he them in and lodged them. And on tomorrow, Peter went away with them and certain brethren from Joppa accompanied him. He's doing what God said to do. He's being obedient. 24. And the morrow after they entered into Caesarea and Cornelius waited for them and had called together his kinsmen and their friends. And he called his closest friends and said, Peter, the one who sits his apostle, leader of the apostles. We must And as Peter was coming in, Cornelius met him and fell down at his feet and worshipped him. This is so beautiful because this just happened to me in my life. This just happened to me in my life. Literally just happens. And this happens often. That's what I'm saying. You truly got a relationship with God. He's going to send people to you because he trusts you. Amen. Yes, he trusts. But Peter took him up, saying, Stand up, I myself am a man, just made his image. And as he talked with him, he went in and found many that were come together, 75 people here. And he said unto them, Ye know how that it is an unlawful thing for a man that is a Jew to keep company or to Come unto one of another nation. You hear that, right? That prejudice is just, it's bred in. And he's saying, this is not supposed to be done. But God has shown me that I should not call any man common or unclean. So you're saying, when someone says that you are unclean, you're common, Look at that black person, that Spanish person, that Asian person. No, they're made in the image of God. God loves them. So when you call someone uncommon, unclean, if that's your mindset, don't like those people. You're saying you don't like the image of God. You are committing a gross sin. You are a righteous individual, and you need to change. Period. Hands down. Amen? Therefore came I unto you without gainsaying. I didn't talk back to God. As soon as I was sent for, I asked him for what intent he have sent for me. Cornelius said, four days ago, I was fasting until this hour. And at the ninth hour, in the time, I prayed in my house, and behold, a man stood before me in white clothing. That's the name. He said, Cornelius, thy prayer is heard, and thy alms are had in remembrance in the sight of God. Say therefore to Joppa and call hither Simon, whose surname is Peter. He is lords in the house of one Simon, tender by the seaside, who when he cometh shall speak unto thee. Immediately therefore I say to thee, and thou hast well done that thou art come. Now therefore are we all here present before God. 
to hear all things that are commanded be of God. Isn't that beautiful? I'm telling you, that is beautiful. It's one of the most beautiful things that I've heard, okay? Because when God sends people to you, they're there not to hear you. That's what they're here to do. They're here to hear that. They're here to see marvelousness. Then Peter opened his mouth and said, Are they true? I perceive that God is no respecter of person. No, there's no prejudice or pride in God. Not one. He has he is not a respecter of person. So therefore we shouldn't be. Amen. But in every nation, he that feareth him and worketh righteousness is accepted with him. Yahweh is just in fear always. And if you are just in fear, because you're made in the image of God, you will be blessed. The word which God unto the children of Israel, preaching peace by Jesus Christ, he is Lord of all. There you go. You got it, Peter. He is Lord of all. Israel, Jew, Gentile. It doesn't matter. Free, bond. It doesn't matter. That word, I say, which was published throughout all Judea and began from Galilee after the baptism which John preached. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power, dunamis, who went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil. Amen. And that, listen, let me tell you something. If someone's oppressed of the devil, they could be anything, can they not? They can be a drug user. They could be a rapist. They could be a serial killer. They could be a kidnapper. They could be a drug dealer. They could be an unrighteous business person. They could be an unrighteous person. They could be someone who's been affected by a witness from the false church. Amen. You got all types of people who are affected by the devil who has, who's setting a foot in the court for destruction in their life. They may not look the greatest. They may not sound the greatest. They may not be educated. They may not have what you have, but you are obligated. In the name of Jesus Christ, to teach without prejudice. Press of the devil for God was with him. And we are witnesses of all things which he did both in the land of the Jews and in Jerusalem, whom they slew and hanged on a tree. Him God raised up the third day resurrection and showed him open. Not to all the people, but unto witnesses chosen before God, even to us who did eat and drink with him after he rose from the dead. That's the elect of God. He showed himself to those who are separate, those who are set apart, wrong, evil, in a miraculous way to be special and to fit and to be a great example for others. Only young of his children be the very evil. Amen. That's what we show him. That's what we continue to show him to through this word. We serve a great God. We serve a great God. If you don't know him, I urge you to know him. Because you can never know enough of God. And he commanded us to preach unto the people and to testify that it is he which was ordained of God to be the judge of quick and the dead. He is the king of kings and lord of lords. He is the one who passed judgment. To him gave all the prophets witness through his name, whosoever believeth in him shall receive remission of sin, that forgiveness of sin, that love, that grace, that prejudice. I hate that pride. 44. While Peter Yet spake these words, the Holy Spirit fell on them which heard the word. So the Holy Spirit fell on them, just fell on them at Pentecost. The same as these are Gentiles. Showing that there's no prejudice at all. God is an amazing God. He really is. While Peter yet spake these words, the Holy Spirit fell on them all. All them which heard the word, heard it with truth and understanding. And they of the circumcision, which believed, were astonished, as many as came with Peter, because that on the Gentiles also was poured out the gift of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. For they heard them speak 
tense and magnify doubt. Then answered Peter, Can any man forbid water that these should not be baptized, which have received the Holy Spirit as we as we see God? We see Christ as we are filled with this Holy Spirit and not us. And he commanded them to be baptized in the name of the Lord. Then prayed they him to tarry. And the apostles and brethren that were in Judea heard, now they're back in Judea now, and heard that the Gentiles had also received the word of God. And when Peter was kept up to Jerusalem, they that were of the circumcision contended with him. We're contended here means to give Peter difficulties because of this. In other words, they were prejudiced about it. So, so very sad. They were prejudiced. Gentiles got to come in. Saying, Thou wentest in to men uncircumcised and didst with them pride and prejudice. Mr. Darcy, disclosing Peter. Because that you went under the, like Peter said, it isn't heard of that we do this. But God said to do so, I'm doing so. Will I obey God or will I obey man? I will obey God. I will obey Jesus Christ. And they're ripping Peter a new one. They're saying, Thou wentest into men uncircumcised in heart and didst eat with them. Do you hear the pride, the prejudice? Do you hear the hate? Never look down on them. For you once will look down. Amen. But Peter rehearsed the matter from the beginning and expounded by order unto them, saying, I was in the city of Joppa praying in a trance, and I saw a vision, a certain vessel descended, as it had been a great sheet, let down from heaven by four corners, and it came even to me. Upon the which, when I had fastened my eyes, I considered and saw four footed beasts of the earth, wild beasts, and creeping things, and fowl of the air, all unclean animals. And I heard a voice saying unto me, Arise, Peter, slay and eat. Peter was hungry, remember that. But I say, Not so, Lord, for nothing common or unclean at any time entered into me. But the voice answered me again from heaven, What God hath cleansed, that call thou common. And this was done three times for resurrection. All were drawn up again into heaven. He never ate any of them. And behold, immediately there were three men already come unto that house where I was, from Caesarea unto me. And the Spirit bade me go with them, nothing doubting. Moreover, these six brethren accompanied me. And we entered into the man's house. And he showed us how he had seen an angel in his house, which stood and said unto him, Send men to Joppa, and call for Simon, whose surname is Peter, who shall tell thee words whereby thou in all that house shall be saved. You see how important that is? Your whole house saved. Listen, when you have that means the ability Jesus Christ, the God factor, always living in you. You can't be prejudiced. Don't be prideful. Dare I speak to someone who doesn't have to over their head? I speak to homeless people all the time about Jesus Christ, all the time, and then I buy them food. All the time. And as I began to speak, the Holy Spirit fell on them as on us at the beginning. Then remember the word of the Lord, how that he said, John indeed baptized with water, but ye shall be baptized with water. Therefore, the spirit that you will give you baptize others. For as much then as God gave them the might gift of the spirit, as he did unto us who believed on the Lord Jesus Christ, what was I that I could withstand God? I'm going to do what God says. Hands down. 
When they heard these things, they held their peace and glorified God. There you go. Saying, then have gone also to the Gentiles, granted repentance unto life. Yes, and without pride or prejudice, it's freely given. It's free. It's just of God. And quote John 17 22. Christ gave it to all these things. He says, I have other, I have others. I'm going to start with 17. Sanctify them through thy truth. The word of God sanctifies you, sets you aside, severs you from the world. Amen. Thy word is true, makes you holy. Repentance makes you holy. As thou as thou hast sent me into the world, even so have I also sent them into the world. And for their sake I sanctify myself, that they also might be sanctified through the truth, made holy and set aside. Neither pray I for these alone, but for them also which shall believe on me through their word. This is the very elect. They all may be one, as thou, Father, art in me, and I in thee, that they also may be one in us, that the world may believe that thou hast sent me. And the glory which thou givest me, I have given them, that they may be one, even as we are one. Speaking of one, we go to John 10, 16. Feel that oneness here. And I'll just say this before I ever read this. If you are not with one Christ in the Holy Spirit, you will always dwell in just pride, jealousy, it will be upon you. You must be one with the Father. And the Holy Spirit is the thing that brings you together with Him. Lacking the Holy Spirit, you will have pride and prejudice. You pick and choose who you want to speak to. And you perceive things that will not be effective in because it's not it's for the image of God. John 10, verse 16, all the way to 18, and then we're done. Peter called me. And other sheep I have, which are not of this fold, then also I must bring, and they shall hear my voice, and there shall be one fold and one shepherd. That shepherd is Jesus Christ, and that one fold is the elect kingdom of God. Therefore, doth my father enlighten me, because I laid down my life. Then I might take it again. No man taketh it from me, but I lay it down of myself. I have power to lay it down, and I have power to take it again. Yes, he did. This commandment have I received of my father. And there was division before again among the Jews for these saying, Of course, there will be. There's always going to be division. Even when Jesus Christ is speaking the truth. But you don't let it be division either. Pride and prejudice is not something you want to live. For God, we serve the living God in the name of Jesus Christ. That's what we do. That's who we are. We're here for a reason. You can be prideful and prejudice. Pick and choose who you want to speak to. Amen. Because that's where he wants you. God bless you all. I love you all. Going to pray. Jesus, our subject. Amen. Were you moved by today's message? Download it now via our website for a donation of $10. Help us sow a seed of truth around the world. Donate any amount today. Thank you and God bless you.